I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. And instantly, I feel like I should explain my voice. Yes. Um, if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that I was in the early stages of getting the lurgy. For the second time running, really. Yes, actually, for the second time uh, this year, I think. This month. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So listen to my voice now. I said Sarah in the lift on the way up to the cab office. I was like, you sound like Jerry Halliwell (laughs) in the 90s. You know when she had to do an interview on like a Saturday morning? She'd been out all night on the lash. Hiya, yeah, uh, we've got the new single coming out. Oh, Jerry, a stink of gin. (laughs) Jerry, is that Malibu sweating off your top lip Oh, God, I love Malibu. Anyway, in this show, we have got new from the north obviously and um, we'll also be catching up with our mothers june and sheila june's been on right oh great. june's got notes oh. yeah so i'll be discussing those we will be going through correspondence oh lovely correspondence absolutely one person in particular yeah well we've got we've got just one this week and it's a shining star it's a lovely little thing um and also we will play would you rather great all on the way um so i went to the doctors yes i went to the doctors with this right (laughs) i woke up i had a terrible not a visual thing though it's very much i mean this is the perfect thing for a podcast to talk about because it is very much acoustic illness yeah it really is and internal as well i'm not wearing it sorry um but i had a i did that thing you know when you you get poorly and then you kind of blitz it for two days like you take you take everything really properly all of it you know every four hours like yeah. the medicine box is opened yes. and everything's <laughs> gone through can i take this with that can i take with this yes all? throw it all in a glass knock it back hope for the best i put it all in a sandwich bag and took it to work i had a little drug bag on gorgeous, the way tottering gorgeous. around also um i drank a lot of lem sips you know mm. the worst i think this is probably the worst thing about being a little bit ill the end of a lem sip you know when it's kind of all sunk to the bottom i don't have right. them but why what do you why not? They have gelatin in them ah and i don't eat gelatin yeah so i swerve the lem sips my friend i'm amazed that they're not doing veggie lem sips listen let's move on with this yeah you're probably <laughs> not even going to the run because they do veggie percy pigs yeah don't they so i'm surprised nobody's thought of that no but i mean I don't know. I just never really get sick. No. Although well, I feel like I'm sweating now, but this is because for some reason this office has turned up high. The cab office is very, very warm today. We're on, we're on like Barbados heat. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, I, I did that for a couple of days. I was really good. And then that night... I had a terrible night. I couldn't sleep. I had oh, a cough. Honey. So I went to the doctor's 
the next day. I rang them. They were like, come in and see us and went in. And you do that thing, you know, when you sit in the doctor's waiting room and you feel like you're getting more ill. You look yeah. at people and you're like, what have you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you yeah, got yeah. that you're going to give oh, to me? It, yeah, it's good because you kind of do that eye to one corner, eye to the other corner, looking around like, she has definitely got X. Yes. He's got this. <laughs> and then there's the very obvious things, like somebody will come in on crutches and you're like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got it. Um, so I went in and the doctor, bless him, he was really old school. He was the sort of doctor, you know, I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't wearing a three-piece suit, actually. <laughs> Incredible. So I went in. It does, sometimes when it is an old doctor, though, I'm like, can you see everything yeah. that I can? Because like, <laughs> I need you to have a real good look. <laughs> Are you sure you're up to this, doctor? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> anyway, the doctor had a look at me and he was like, look, you know, there's there's a couple of types of different tonsillitis. There's tonsillitis where you can take antibiotics. Yes. And I was like, yes, go ding, on. Ding, 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 winner. Yes. Um, and he was like, and then there's the other type that you can't. And I'm afraid you've got the other type. No. And so I was like, so, so, so doctor, what do I do? And he was like, it'll go. That's oh my it. god! As He's someone like, who suffers, go. that's one of the things I've. The only time I'm ill is with tonsillitis, yeah, and it wipes me out. And I've cried in doctors before because oh. I'm in so much pain. If, if a doctor said to me you can't take antibiotics, I would cry. <laughs> I would genuinely cry. I think you were probably a lot more poorly than I was. Maybe. Realistically, you know about doctors though, because I don't really. I, I'm not ill, so I don't really go. So when I do go, it all feels quite novice. Yes, yes, and. You know what I really don't like is a receptionist at a doctor's. Why are they always? They're such bitches <laughs> and they're so nosy. <laughs> they're, they're quite miserable. But I imagine, you know, if you had to talk to poorly people and get shouted at all the time about how poorly they are. like imagine... God, buy a lip gloss and chase off up. <laughs> <laughs> imagine what we're like when we're hangry, right? Vile. Imagine that's the person that you're dealing with all the time because they're ill and they don't want to be ill and they want to get better and they've got to wait. I am also very much a believer in just bring an online system in, an online booking system where you don't really have to phone them and aggravate them because yeah. by the time you get in, you're like, I phoned you earlier. Yes, I'm fully aware you phoned me earlier. And yeah. you're like, God, just chillax, love. Or you ask them about parking. There's a sign on the door that says about parking. Why are you getting so irate? Yeah, why is Because they're asked the same questions 28 times but a then, day. But then I'm like, but instead of being asked those questions, why not just have clear signs and give good information? But then another thing that makes me laugh about doctors is when you go in, they're like, Hi, how are you? Yeah. Clearly not great, because that's why I'm here. <laughs> but like, it's always really embarrassing when you go to a doctor's though, and you've got kind of one of those problems that you don't really want to share with someone. And then the yeah. doctor's always, it's always really fit. <laughs> it's always the case, isn't it? Where you're like, God, if this wasn't this situation and I'd met you and I was single and I, you know, wasn't yeah. on all fours, yes. then I would, I, I would totally ask you out and hopefully, hopefully that you would see me in all fours in a better situation. It must have happened. It must have happened that doctors have had to give very intimate examinations and then at the end they're like, oh, do you, do you fancy a drink? <laughs> but I bet you tonight? can't, they can't though, can they? No. And you can't. So presumably the only way that you've got to get them is wait outside for them. Yeah, which is wouldn't be strange Not or weird odd at, at all. all. <laughs> but yeah, you'd just wait for them to clock off, yeah. hide under the car, hold on and wait <laughs> to see where they live. <laughs> Pop out, dust yourself off. Dr. Jeeves, yeah. it's me. <laughs> oh, fancy seeing you here. And out of hours as well. <laughs> Do you fancy a G&T? And you will know from the prescription you gave me that I'm healed. Yeah. <laughs> bit as you know i'm in perfect fit health now lunge thanks so much lunge <laughs>
Um, so, so the advice of of my doctor yeah. uh, was gargle warm salt water. Oh, that's so insulting. I was like, you must be joking. Can you not upgrade and get a mouthwash? Well, I've, he said, or you could take ibuprofen. I was like, yes, doctor, better. That's what I'll be doing. Thanks. God, it's so disappointing. That's like self-diagnosis. It's like well, I've wasted a trip. Yeah, he did swab me. Though he, he put a swab on the back, right. of my, yeah. Do you know, I think it was to make me feel better more than anything. Yeah. I could swab you. Yes, that'd be great. Great, <laughs> lovely. Everything's open. I'd Insert be... wherever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very grateful, Doctor. Though it was my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. hilarious. Well, you've had a brush in with you know ill health. I've been on a speed awareness course. Now we did. We didn't realise how sort of. Calm an automobile based last week's podcast was it was only when Very we listened automobile. back oh we covered everything yeah. parking procedures learning to drive <laughs> now let's touch on the highway code because yes. god knows I know everything inside and out about it so how did it come that you had to do this course well how did you flipping think it came <laughs> I thought I was going 34 and a 30 so 4 miles per hour over the limit yeah. and in comes the notice I was like for goodness sake now in the UK you don't get necessarily a fine straight away you can have an option of going on a course and learning about speeding is this your first offense because i thought you had to speed a few times before you did this this is yes your, this, this is, is my first right. offense. yes of course um so i am a good you know good driver but the thing is i i see any medial situation as hilarious yeah. like i enjoy the very mundane life yeah you know? so like i get there walked in and like there's a couple of people who haven't got teeth one lady's self-embellished her tracksuit good for her very glitzy impressive um and then there's a couple I thought, of be- i think you'd like that you like a bit of improvisation mm, well and I, I you know when you just sit down you're like i am not like anyone in this room <laughs> and then like we were going around the, like you know there's always someone on those courses that's there to make friends yes it's a day out. I'm cursed with such a friendly face because inside, <laughs> I don't want to make friends with you. I don't even like you. No. Yet because of these nice chubby cheeks and this angelic smile, they think, what a lovely guy. And down they come and sit next to me. Hi, I'm Javina. Yeah. Great. You've caught their eye. The moment I get this, I get this as well. Yeah. If I catch somebody's eye, you can see them like coming over. You can see their face like, go, oh, hi. The hand you just want to hold up the palm and be like, just don't even go there. No. Just I'm, don't <laughs> even bother. This face is misleading you into thinking I'm interested. I'm not. So, I mean, thank God there wasn't name badges because I could remain aloof. Yes. Um, but did there... you give yourself? Did you give yourself like a, a persona? Well, I would have said because if someone, I thought because a lot of the stuff that I do is very confidential in terms of my job, and also saying to people I work with celebrities, that then sparks off so much conversation and raised eyebrows, open eyes. So a lot of the time, I just lie. Yeah. So I would have said I'm a courier. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like you know, but I, it's that alias. Yeah. You know, I like going into another life. Courier's really clever as well because right, I'm Dave the courier. Yeah, what and and Dave, what's your courier in? Cut food. You deliver. Cut I deliver food. cut food. Yeah, it's not so much a courier as a delivery man, is it, Dave? Well, listen, the, the highways can be a cruel mistress, <laughs> and I, if I've got to drive to Wales to drop off cut food, it's going. Yeah. What yeah, vehicle yeah. do you drive? Uh, lorry. <laughs> <laughs> Really? What weight? No. Uh, 15 ton. Um, anyway, <laughs> there was one guy at the front Amazing. there. Because, you know, I characterised the room and there was one guy at the front who, he really enjoyed answering questions. 
none of us knew what he was answering with. So he'd be like, does anyone know the speed limit? And I was like, looking around, like, and the guy at the front's like, uh, one more time. <laughs> then he was like, oh, yeah, uh, yes, 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 it is 30. Yes, very good. When <laughs> you're like, this is amazing. Then there's another guy, like, there's lots of, I mean, there's a lot of British people on this, like very like uppity and uptight. And, you know, we all got caught at Hangar Lane, which is this area in London where these speed cameras have changed, which incidentally I was caught at. Mm. But they're all like, you know, this must be changed. This is outrageous. They're robbing us. They're robbing money. And I'm sat there going, listen, Dave at the front who's giving us this course, he doesn't have the power to change the no, cameras. You're right. You need to chill out. Yeah. Just shut up and let's get through this course. It took me back to school days. Yes. You know, like I just made it into the class. It was a little bit late, but just got in. Everyone's like chatting, having coffee at lunch. I just went outside. I was like, I'm not making friends here. Back in at the back of the class. Yeah. Answered minimal questions. <laughs> but also it's weird because I'm, I learned to drive in the countryside mm. um, and a lot of people were driving in London. And so they really didn't know those rural questions. Right. So when they were asked, I was like, hand in the air. <laughs> This sign of a tractor with a cow line through it. What does it mean? That sort of thing. Yeah, don't ask me that. Because... Oh, no, I completely made that up. That's not yeah, a but real it is, sign. It is totally hilarious when you leave, though. Not hilarious, but it is hilarious. Because yes. you drive very cautiously. <laughs> and you're, like, you're looking at everything. And like, li- I didn't realise that if lines change on the road, it means something else. Uh, don't ask me what it was, because I've forgotten. But like, it, you know, the line's getting shorter and things. What, in the middle of the road? Mm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, no. And then stopping distances and all kinds of things. Oh, so you've learnt something. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Forgotten now, but yeah. <laughs> you, so you had a lovely time. I had a great day out. Yeah. And I was a bit jet-lagged as well, so it was like, oh, great, just ease through it. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> the jet lag just gave me some kind of like honey glaze to the whole thing <laughs> driving yeah great yeah gorgeous yeah. where do i sign yeah. cool bye brilliant yeah i've learned lots bye <laughs> no speeding bye <laughs> but it has actually made me drive a bit slower so well that's go. good yeah. that's really instead of going 40 i'm now going 20 yes good you're that person <laughs> yeah. you've gone to the other extreme <laughs> and didn't you i'm find... essentially a vicar's wife yeah <laughs> <laughs> and when you were stuck behind somebody like that, like if you were in the car when you were a kid, and like my dad would always say, very dangerous driving this slow. It's dangerous driving this slow. Do you know, slow. Uh, from the course though, it is actually dangerous yeah. driving that slow. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like to do it just to, you know, cause a scene. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can get a look, good look at you going past. Morning. Yo! Oh, hi. <laughs> um, now, we've come to the correspondence. Uh, part of the podcast and there is one person in particular um who tweets and and listens to our podcast quite a lot yeah like just such a gorgeous uber fan and we're really like we've got a little bit of a crush on you haven't we not saying that we're favorites because we have got lots of other correspondence that's coming up in future weeks just hang fire peeps listen you don't love your children more than each other no right and in the same way we don't have favorites but we just want to give a special mention. My affection can be bought, just saying. Yeah, I'm very easily flattered. Very, very easily flattered. But we need to say a massive hiya to George. Hi, George. Hi, George Clark. So as far as we're aware, George is a student. Yeah. And he revises with us. Yeah, And George. he also listens Something to Something you and us. I never did. <laughs> Absolutely not. It was a terrible reviser. Had a lovely revision plan. Can't tell you how gorgeous that I was. I love stationery and highlighters, yes. but never really cracked on. <laughs> Multiple a... choice, great. Yes, I've done at least 20 minutes of staring at this page. I think I'm due a break. I know that the guy over there is really hot. Yeah. 
<laughs> I spent most of my English literature A-level exam trying to catch the eye of my boyfriend at the time. Chic. Honestly, the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, George, he's revised with us. Yeah. Uh, he's listened to us on the train and the bus, and he sends us... Uh, the lovely thing about George is that George will tweet ahead of the podcast. So we go, oh, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's oh, so it's nice, because then I get excited, do you? Yeah, really excited, which we've done it. We <laughs> yeah, we know what's in it, but I get really excited, even though we've Ooh, listened to it. Yeah, yeah new podcast. Um, so this is from George, and this is just coming this week. When you are that committed to the podcast that you listen to an old rerun on your birthday. Oh, my no, God. It's I know. So it's so divine. cute. Like, love you both. Love you, George. George, we love you. And happy you. birthday. Happy birthday, you little darling, you little poppet. Oh, I hope you had all the jelly and ice cream. All of it and more. And WKD Blue, if you're yes. old enough. <laughs> yeah. But not enough so that you got poorly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe a Malibu chaser. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Happy birthday! But we really can't emphasise enough. Drink responsibly, George. You know. And Jules. And Jules. <laughs> <laughs> so look, a little special correspondence this week for George. Uh, happy birthday and we love you very much. Happy birthday. If you want to be in the company of dear George and tweet us, I am at this Sarah Powell. And I am at Jules Von Hepp. And also we love you writing to us, physically writing and and uh, the P.O. Box address is on the description. But we will also give it out at the end. I think you should do it today. Save my voice. Yes, of course. Yes, lovely. Um, but we love... I, I actually particularly love hearing where we've made you laugh. Yes! That's the best bit. When someone's yeah. like, oh my God, just died in the supermarket. I mean, obviously, there's a big assumption that we are making you laugh. And not just simply roll your well, eyes. Well, hilarious. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> and not go, oh God, put it off. Put it off. <laughs> um, so yes, we always love to know where you're listening. And, and as always if we've talked about something like, I don't know, a speed awareness course or visiting the doctor near where you are um, and you've got your own little story. We always love that as well. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay. So since we were speaking about driving, I actually drove past a McDonald's the other day. And do you know what triggered my memory? <laughs> June's Happy Meal. Now, June, if you listened to last week's podcast, I talked about June driving down to Devon. And she always has a cheeky Happy Meal. It's right? so wild. 
And because I've never really seen her eat McDonald's, except when we were like kids, you know. Well, it's like a hungry hippo. I bet she just wolfs it all in one go. <laughs> I don't think you should compare my mother to a no, hungry the little, hippo. No, I meant the happy hippos, the kinder thing. Oh, Not right. Not your mum being like the board game when the hippos open <laughs> yeah. and eat all the balls. No, I didn't oh. mean that. June's gorgeous. No. Throwing herself head and chest first over a happy meal. God, it's very rogue, isn't it? What an image. Um, Curry so- sauce. <laughs> So she texts, because June's a big fan of the podcast. She always listens. So she heard this and she said, two retractions, right, for next week, please. Number one. Oh, gosh, actually, this is about her roulade, first of all, because we were talking about Sheila's dinner party. Yeah, when we'll get on to that. Yes, yes. And uh, I was saying June always makes a roulade and she put raspberries in it in the summer. And I said she put pickled ginger in it in the winter. However... I always put crystallised ginger in my roulade. Pickled suggests a vinegar, which people, which would put people off ever eating my baked offering ever again. Very true, June. Yes. So that's the first thing. Retracted. Okay, okay yeah, got it. June, if you do want to post a roulade in love, yeah. anytime. Anytime. I'm sure, it will. I'm sure it'll travel very well in the post. Bubble wrap. Um, also, re-happy meal. Okay. I always ask for a happy meal with a coffee and pretend the meal is for the grandchild. <laughs> That she doesn't have yet, that she keeps begging you to crack on with. But also that she physically doesn't have in the McDonald's, right? (laughs) She doesn't have it there. (laughs) Or in the car. So, batty already. They love cold burgers. But imagine, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like I'm nipping over to them. Okay, I thought they were humouring her. Yeah, for your grandchild in the car. Seen it all All before. darling. Um, I love the toy but haven't yet plucked up the courage to ask for it to be swapped as I already have it. <sighs> I eat it in the car. Can't be seen in yes. brackets. And st- those tinted windows she's got <laughs> on that Hummer. <laughs> and stop eating if someone walks past. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah, throws but, it down. Yeah, but I, w- I would kind of do that, though. Yeah, but what? They're just walking past you in the car. No, but you'd... I mean, going in for a bite of a burger or chips is not chic. You're in a McDonald's car park. I know, but you'd wind that chair back, lower it yeah. down, you know, just be a bit <laughs> stealth about the whole thing. Just It's just me and you, burger. <laughs> um, never get one unless I'm alone. Yeah, see, I like to share the guilt. Happy box thrown immediately in case of detection in car. How would she explain it? Sushi every time with others. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cleared up June's... The exact details of June's uh, honeymoon policy. I'm sweating. Of June's happy meal, not a honeymoon. (laughs) Yes, someone's poorly. Do you know? I know, I'm poorly, but also a happy meal and honeymoon. I mean, they're just synonymous for me <laughs> as lovely, great times. <laughs> so, yeah, that's June. June's currently in Devon. And I have tales, tales of an airing cupboard nature, which she's promised me. Who knows? Who kn- what she found in one? What she done in one? Has she been I love an airing one? cupboard. I know. Convenient storage. June labels them. June will like what, have the little. Yeah, she'll have little like doubles and and single bedspreads, oh, bottom good. towels, that kind cool. of stuff. Beach towels, normal towels, hand towels. I oh, see. I've got um, boxes. 
Oh. So all my towels are in boxes, then I've got spare bed linen in one box, and then at the top it's bed linen that we use. Yeah. And then I've got a whole beauty shelf. Of course you have. Um, I've got to clear out my bathroom. I've got to do it because John's moving in. I'm moving in with a boy, and we can talk about this properly next week. Yeah. Um, but that bathroom cupboard, I'm scared. Like I'm actually scared of stuff. Oh God, I feel stressed for you. Yeah, I know. Um, how is Sheila? Sheila has been hanging out with her three favourite people. <laughs> Delia, Jamie and Mary. I thought for one minute it was going to be Atomic Kitten. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she won't know who they are. <laughs> um, no, she had the dinner party. Yes. Um, and I phoned and her. And they she, all came round. They all came round. But, <laughs> no. but I was like, oh, you know, what have you cooked? And she was just like, well... I'm sticking with the classic. She went, I'm just too stressed to try anything new. <laughs> I was like, fair play, Shell, fair play. So she's like, I've done Delia's three bean salad. Oh, yes. I've done... <laughs> I've done Jamie's fish pie, oh, which is Jamie's one of my pie. faves. Um, Delia Smith, Jamie Oliver and Mary Berry are the people that I'm talking about. They are chefs in England, just so you know, in case you are an international yeah. listener. Jamie's um, fish pie is... Oh, it's next Oh my God, lev. it's gorgeous. It's insane. I'd have to have it with beans though, like baked beans. I know oh. that's unusual for a dinner party. A baked bean? I'd have a baked bean with Jamie's fish pie. That's very smutty. Jamie's the one that puts the egg in it, isn't he? He puts the hard-boiled egg in. Throw that oof in there, yeah. <laughs> big time. And then she's made a gluten-free tort by Mary Berry, chocolate. And why gluten-free? Because she's fabulous. Oh, I thought she might have to please somebody, you know. Oh, no, Sheila's quite gluten-free, to be honest. Right. Um, she's very healthy. I mean, come on, she does yoga all oh, the time. Oh, no, God, she's incredible. Um, but she was just cracking me up. and then, But she wasn't giving too much away, so I ended up being passed on to Dad. Right. <laughs> She was like, anyway, darling, got to go. Tables are set. Your dad's desperate for a talk. Boom, passed him over. Dad's like, like, Julian, why haven't you spoken to me all week? You've been speaking to your mum loads. Well, it's because I'm getting content, Dad. That's why. I'm only phoning her for this flipping podcast. Um, And then Dad was like, well, I've been in the cellar picking wine. And he was like, can you tell me how to make a Cointreau fizz? So I'm there giving cocktail lessons because they want to wow and pizzazz their friends. <laughs> and they like this cocktail because they don't need a cocktail shaker. Yes. Because I'm like, how many measures? And I was like, it's not about measures, Ken. It's about glugs. Two glugs per glass. Yes. He liked it. Two glugs per glass. I mean, that's like a mantra to live by. I could have that tattooed on me. Pretty much. Well, <laughs> fetch the needle, sister, and let's get this show on the road. How many people were at the dinner party? Oh, Two. Oh. So it was just like best friends coming round. Oh, okay. So there was four. It's very relaxed. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> well, not two not being Ken and Sheila. Two can dine for £10 MS deal. Yes. No. I love a two can dine for £10. It's risky because that bottle of wine and then you end up getting wasted. Yeah. I'm amazed that they can afford to throw wine in it. Just that's the sort of thing that June would go, just makes you think, what's the markup on it normally? If they can chuck it in your £10 deal. It makes me think, what's in that flipping wine? Yes. It's cheap. You'll have a bad head after oh, that. Oh, but you'll have a great night. You will <laughs> on nothing. <laughs> Five of each, great. <laughs> and you get profiteroles. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God, when is a profiterole unwelcome? Never. Do you know what I'm very much a fan of? In France, their wedding cake is profiteroles. My friend had this, and it's I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Because, as well, like at the end of the night, you know, that cake's up there, caramel around. You've just got to pull up next to it, lean in, and just one profiterole at a time. Yes. No one's looking because everyone's on that dance floor, and you are just mind sweeping <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Except, inevitably, I'd take the wrong one from the back and it'd be like Jenga and the whole thing would well, fall. Well, to be honest, if you're going to a proper establishment, they'll have properly wedged them in with with melted sugar that then holds it all together. Yeah. 
that can be prized quite easily with a firm <laughs> grip. <laughs> teeth never needed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your teeth. <laughs> spun sugar. Have you ever spun sugar? No. I no. didn't know what you were saying then. Oh. I thought you said sponge sugar. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean have I what ever spun this? sugar? Sponge is not a verb. <laughs> No, because you know, like the the melted sugar, the caramelized sugar, and that's how they stick them on, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and you see it on like you you always see somebody attempt it on Bake Off and abandon it. Yeah, like they start doing it, and they're like, no, forget it, I'm not doing the sugar work. I think it would be quite a good challenge for you and I decorating something with sugar. Yes, write it down. <laughs> I'd end up just throwing it on it like loose caster sugar and going, it's snow. <laughs> there, it's done. Well, like a bag just yes. open. <laughs> I get a little Playmobil skiing guy, pop him on. Gorgeous. Yes. But when you bake and you sieve icing sugar over the top at the end, that feeling is like next level. You're like, nailed it. Look at me. Move over, Berry. I Here am I am. Sieving for England. <laughs> <laughs> just a finishing touch. <laughs> Done. Especially if you're doing it through one of the mini sieves. A mini sieve. You know you're an adult when you own a mini sieve. And I, I don't, but Sheila owns three, so I'm yeah. going to swipe one next time I'm home. There's no way a person needs three mini sieves. Sheila's kitchen is incredible. She has like a proper surgical drawer. Yeah. And we say, Sheila says it herself, her kitchen is clean enough to operate in. Yeah. <laughs> and she says on this surgical drawer that's underneath the kitchen island, it's got all her knives and everything. She's like, this is my operating drawer. And she just flings it open. I love that that's her official line. Like that could be like, you know, like on a kitchen advert, clean enough to operate on. Yeah, that's what like, she says. Yeah. She's like, this house is clean enough to operate in. Yes. And you're like, major shell. June will say things like, I'd eat my dinner off that floor. If I had to, I'd eat my dinner. No plate, I'd eat it off that floor. That's how clean it is. <laughs> That's how clean I know it is. Do you think our floors are that clean? No, I dread to think what's knocking about on my floor. Actually, speaking of floors, I've got a bones pick with you. Oh. Feta juice. Oh, yes. What a nightmare. <laughs> As the face of feta, you should have warned me this. I picked out feta from the fridge everywhere. Was it? It was opened then. Or yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't have the whole block in all one go. I went back for okay. a second nibble. But literally, feta juice down my jeans, yeah. all over my floor. Can I get it off? No, I've left it for Mazza, my cleaner. She'll do it. <laughs> She'll love it. <laughs> feta juice, a very upsetting part mm. of the feta process, and I understand. Is Good. what I want to say to you first Thanks. of all. When you open it initially, <laughs> open it over the sink. You probably like do this mozzarella, already. I like know, mozzarella, yeah. you know. Tip it out, allow it to drip, eat what you want, or all of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you do, for some bizarre reason, have some left, uh, foil. You'll have to foil it. Foil it. I just foil leave it. it in the packet. No, don't leave it in that scrotty packet. No. Oh, steady. No. It's not scrotty in my kitchen. <laughs> but it once it's been opened, it's all a bit curly, isn't it? And it's all a bit loosey-goosey at the bottom. Oh, I don't like cheese being described as curly. No, 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 not the cheese. Your the PR packet. needs to brief you properly as the face of feta. You'd be rubbish in an interview. <laughs> it's the packet that goes curly. Goats are going to be turning... Sheep are going to be turning their heads, <laughs> feeling very hard done to by... How dare you? How dare you? I've been milking. <laughs> um, well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to hear of, of your trouble, but foil is always the solution okay, in great. any sort of food if, if wrap. If in doubt, if in doubt, foil. pop a bit of foil around it. <laughs> um, shall we do news from the north? Oh my gosh, let's! Beautiful. What have you got? Okay, this one. It's a bit short and sweet, but I. I'm very much into it. Yeah. This one comes from the York Press. Lovely. Um, Injured North Yorkshire hedgehogs become firm friends. Oh, yes. 
a hedgehog story. I mean... <laughs> two hedgehogs who are too vulnerable to be released into the wild have become firm friends at a North Yorkshire sanctuary. Oh my God, it's like us. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Stevie Wonder is blind in one eye <gasps> and Flo, a hedgehog with three legs, both live at Whitby Wildlife Sanctuary. They were rescued by Alex Farmer, who runs the centre and is sterling with her name choices, yes. just to add <laughs> genius. Stevie Wonder and Flo, oh, all over it. Flo was found wrapped in twine, which had cut through her rear leg. Oh. Ow. Neither of the hedgehogs can be released as they would be too vulnerable due to their disabilities. So they now share a home at Alex's centre and are inseparable. That is divine. And that's it. That, I mean, that's, that's what... key news in what? York. <laughs> what more do you need? A hedgehog who's lost an eye and a hedgehog who's got a little sprain at the back can't go out back into their natural habitat and they're in a sanctuary. Gorgeous. And that made the news. Yeah. This is why News of the North <laughs> is sterling. I love as well that she's called Alex Farmer. That's yeah. made me very happy. The farmer family. Yeah, the farmer family. I remember once watching uh, Family Fortunes and they were the Baker family and oh. he was a baker and she was a baker's assistant. You're joking me. I loved it. I loved oh, it. All over that. I tell you what, Les Dennis couldn't believe it. He thought it was gorgeous. <laughs> um, so now I have a precursor to reading my news, which comes from wilmslow.co.uk. Okay, great. Um, it's not funny. Right? It's not a laughing matter. Okay. Well, don't say it with a smile right. because that is not setting up to the right thing and I'm bad for giggling at the wrong things. This is not funny. Runner completes 10k despite being attacked by bird of prey six times. <laughs> it's not funny. It's no, not it's funny. Not. <laughs> a Wilmslow runner was repeatedly attacked by a buzzard before a race at the weekend. Was he bald? No, he's got hair, there's pictures. Ian Ashcroft of Wilmslow Park, hi Ian, uh, was warming up ahead of the Whitley 10K on Sunday, the 24th of April, when a bird of prey attacked him six times. He explained, warming up, I felt a heavy blow to the top of my head. It was puzzling. I couldn't see a fallen branch and then I was hit by a second similar blow. The only thing I could see was a bird. Uh-oh. The bird attack was aimed at my face. I beat it off with my arms and started running again. But then a third oh painful blow. Oh god, he hadn't even warmed up and he started running. Steady on. But then a third painful blow to the top of the head. I now gave in and set off back, running backwards. I managed to beat off the next attack towards my face. Then I went flat out, getting away with just one further attack to the head. The locals tell me the buzzard has previous. Oh. <laughs> it's not funny. Despite being left cut and bleeding, Ian, who'd been running for 20 years, completed the race in 50 minutes and 22 seconds, saying, I ran poorly, but it's not the buzzard's fault. I ran poorly the previous week. <laughs> he added, the weight of its body hitting my head was pain. It was flying much faster than I can run. Its body was close to a foot across and it had a three-foot wingspan. Yeah, they're big buzzards. The they are big. The cuts look quite impressive. There was some blood. But really, they're just scratches. Oh, he's fine. Not making a fuss. I want to know who sold that story in. Yes. I want to know if he was like, this little scratch here could make national news. Well, what I like is that he's not made a fuss. You know, if I was being attacked by what, a buzzard... What, not, not being interviewed? That's not making a fuss? Somebody might have come up to him and gone, a buzzard? What, what, Ian, what happened? And he's just... Covered in a, feathers. Yes. He's, yeah. <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. But, I mean, it would. I think it's an excellent reason not to run. 
Me too. Yeah. Me too. An ex- another good reason to just stay in and watch Come Dine. But um, I, w- I reckon he will have been near its nest. Ah. And then been protective of its young. There's rural, ju- there's rural jewels riding again. You know, just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I reckon so. And buzzards are massive. Yeah. They are very big. Poor Ian. A speedy recovery to Ian. That'll teach him to carry a slingshot. Yeah. Yes, Ian. Perhaps arm yourself from now There you on. go. That'll teach the beggar. Off you go. A crossbow, perhaps oh, even. Very much. You Bring know. back the crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Would you like to play Would You Rather? Always. Jules. Yeah. Would you rather mentally never age, right, or physically Never age. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. This is difficult. Yeah. This is really difficult. As someone who works in the beauty industry, so talks about preventing signs of ageing on a day-to-day, hourly, minutely basis. Yes. But then also, as someone who has the mental age of an 11-year-old girl, this is also very difficult. <laughs> so it's one or the other. Yeah, it's one or the other. So Ooh. mental wisdom, I suppose you'd gain. At what time do you stop ageing mentally? Now. Now this very minute. So you know what you know now, but you won't know any more. But I will look young Yes, forever. you'll look exactly as you do as this very day. And when do I snuff it? Because um, I don't want to be like 19 in old people's home, being like, God, I look so young. But you wouldn't here. live in an old people's home, would you? Because you'd be able to be fit and but vibrant my... and living alone. No, because you oh, say physically. You know, physically. Physically. Yeah, not just the face, the whole body. Stay. So you'd never be in an old people's home. You'd be one of those people that they put on the front of magazines going, look at him, he's 108 and he looks like this. There we go, that's it, sold. <laughs> <laughs> no wisdom, he doesn't know a damn thing, but my God, look at him. Well, the world's got Google, I'll be fine. I shall be immor- immortalised forever. <laughs> he still thinks it's 2016. He's so odd. <laughs> yeah, I'd do that. I'd yeah. do that. All right. I think, okay. Oh God, does that make me shallow though? <laughs> choosing my outside as opposed to my inside. I'm pretty playful though. I've got quite a young mind. I'd be I'd be happy to have this mind. And I feel that I've I've led a worldly life. Yes. So I, I've hit levels of wisdom that a lot of people my age haven't reached. Yeah, well <laughs> So I'm gonna go with look flawless with a perfect body. Yes. Forever. Yeah, beautiful. Great. Even if the mind just goes do loud. Feeling the need to give you a small round of applause, yeah, darling. Yeah, great. Gorge. <laughs> um, so... So, we absolutely love hearing from you. And, you know, I'm slightly overjoyed this week that Sarah's voice is packing up because I get to read <laughs> this. If you want to write in, please do. Um, it's Jules and Sarah, P.O. Box 66747, London, NW59GH. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Thanks, um, cheers. Thanks a lot. Yeah, we, we would love you to physically write to us. Um, as we said before, um, if you want to tweet, Instagram, that sort of thing, um, <laughs> at this Sarah Powell. And at Jules. Van Hat. Beautiful. Always lovely to hear from you. Um, and we do always like to finish the podcast with Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Word. Oh, word. now we haven't had a word for a couple no. of weeks. I'm excited. Uh, what's the word of the week? Ballyhoo. 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 <laughs> Spelled Bally, B-A-L-L-Y, who, H-O-O. Ballyhoo. <laughs> what does it mean? Um, sensational or clamorous advertising or publicity. Noisy, shouting or uproar. Could you put it in a sentence? Good Lord, what a ballyhoo. <laughs> 
listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, listening to me with my gravelly Jerry Halliwell voice. <laughs> and um, we will see you next time. We love you very much. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.